Hello. I have no idea what I'm doing. Is this actually... Alright, it says it's recording. My name is Casey. Apparently this is a podcast. Although, honestly, I don't want... I don't really want to have a podcast. I just want to send a message and... I feel like Facebook isn't enough and podcasts are doing really well and they're really popular and people can actually hear my voice and the passion in my voice and not look at my nasty face that's not ready. Um, And this is just heavy on my mind and in my heart right now. So obviously there's a lot going on in the world already. Already, Ben thought that the world was about to actually end <laughs> with all the red water and the locusts and the fires and all these apocalyptic, basically apocalyptic events that are happening right before our eyes. Everybody knows it, everybody sees it. And then, boom, the racism train is back. And people, every time this happens, Every time this happens, people really act like they don't know where it came from. This 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 was a whole topic of discussion back uh God what when I think it was when Obama was coming out of office and then Trump was going in, something like that. I I forgot exactly what had happened, but I remember having these discussions then too, like with my dad and his his classmates cuz he was going to school at the time about how racism has always been here no one's st- starting it up again or well i mean actually i can't say that cuz i mean yeah it's 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 almost being sensationalized or whatever i even noticed before all this was really all the division was really really on the on the heated side I was noticing on TV, like, you'd watch Family Feud, and it was always a fucking feud against a white family versus a black family. And I remember I kept looking, like, does anybody else see this? Like, what is this? Why Why is it, why is every single episode, why are they trying to pit black people? It was like, it was like a, a setup, like a foreshadowing of things to come or something. And it was, I found it eerie, and then all of a sudden this all this crap happened so it was even more eerie but yeah talking about it with my dad and his classmates um and my dad is so straight up he doesn't fuck around he does not fuck around and he will tell you exactly how it is like and he's pretty much right majority of the time he's not always right damn it i feel like he thinks he might be sometimes but he definitely is majority of the time right and um he said this has been in hidden in the shadows since the beginning of all of this it's always it's always been this way but people just hide it that's why you hear it here and there you know when I was going to school and you know little things you hear as you get older all the racist crap you encounter over time the looks you get the people following you in the stores 
it's always fucking something. Um, I live in a small town in Connecticut that actually, you know what, maybe you've heard of it out there, somebody, uh, if you're not from around here and you happen to come across this. We recently were in the freaking headlines of what, like the New York Times and what that, what else were we on? Some other fucking newspaper bullshit um, for the whole Redmond, um, killingly Redmond bullcrap. So the, the high school I graduated from, the mascot is a Native American. Um, it's a Redmond which is an offensive term to to me a lot of people oh my god I'm about to cry oh oh no I'm about to cry that's so sad oh my god I just posted oh poor thing oh no I just posted a status on Facebook that said oh Marissa baby girl no. No, 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 no. She's thinking, okay, so I posted on Facebook a status in kindergarten. I had my best friend at the time. You know what? I'll say her name on here. I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't know who she is at this point in our lives. I don't, I think she lives in a different state. I don't even know her anymore. But in kindergarten, my best friend, Kayla Seifert. I didn't want to say it because I have her brother, Michael, on my Facebook. But eh, here it is. It it was Kayla Seifert. She, one day, we used to sit next to each other every day in the circle. Every day. And I would follow her around. And, no, 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 I wouldn't follow her around. I'm sorry. I'm skipping forward. I'm, I'm disoriented right now. There's a lot on my mind and I'm so emotional. Um, we would sit next to each other in the circle every day, and one day she wouldn't sit next to me, so I started following her around. That's what I meant to say. So this one day out of the blue, like she just kept getting up and moving away, and then I would follow her, and she would get up and move away, and I'd follow her, and I was like, I was just kind of like, what are you doing? And she goes, I don't want to sit next to a tan person. And I remember I just like I di- I didn't follow her anymore, or maybe I did. I don't I don't know, but I just remember being so confused, and I had the. I had the sense back then, I remember thinking, I literally remember thinking in my head, who told her that? <laughs> because I, I, I knew in my head, you know, just come up with that on your own, if that makes sense. At that age, I knew she wouldn't have just said that because she would have said it already, if that makes sense. She, she would have said it already if, if she knew it. So, like, the, in the way she said it, like, in my heart, I knew, like, somebody had told her that. Or she heard somebody say that and like she was kind of like trying to like repeat it like almost as like a hmm like can I you know like when an adult says something and you kind of like try it one day and be like hmm can I say this and to me it felt like that like it truly did and so I never I never had hate I mean and especially at that age you don't know like she didn't know I didn't know hate in somebody's heart that strong for darker people that she heard it and internalized it and translated it like like you would repeat a swear word 
And then I remember getting older and, like, seeing, like, her mom around and stuff and just kind of looking at her and seeing, like, kind of the way she would, like, look at me. And, and like, I knew that's where I had come from. And then I grew, I grew up with these people. This is the t- I still I'm still in this town right now. And I, I remember years later, we all used to play at this place called the Blacktop. We called it the Blacktop. It was just a, a freaking square of concrete with a basketball hoop that the neighborhood kids would get together and play at. And one day, this is like completely off topic, but like, I don't know. I just think about it a lot now. I had like a pet slug, a pet slug. There was like this huge slug that I found. It was huge. So I, I thought it was like super special. Like I've always liked, you know, like animals and like frogs and stuff like that. And um, I remember actually I accidentally killed one when I was four and like was devastated because I suffocated. I didn't know they breathed through their skin and I accidentally suffocated it from holding it too long. And that was like devastating to me. But. So yeah, I had this giant slug. I was between the ages of what I don't know, like seven and ten. I don't remember, and I didn't know that salt killed slugs. And then I remember I was playing with it, and I was showing them to people, and I showed Kayla, the, that same girl, that said she didn't want to sit next to the tan person. And um, I remember she ran inside the house, grabbed a thing of salt, and just poured it all over my slug. And then I just saw it melt before my eyes. And I was, like, crying, screaming, and she was, like, laughing. And she was, like, oh, I just wanted to show you, like, how it, like, bubbled and stuff. And I, I don't know, like, I never really felt like I was bullied. But now when I'm, like, piecing things together and thinking of stuff like that, like, I always felt like I had, like, a lot of friends and we all always got along. But now I just realized I just, like, put up with a bunch of bullshit. People called me Oreo. My brother got it way worse than me, but I've been called Oreo, um, ugly, um, that was in high school though, and he looks like an alien, so screw him, (laughs) um, people would write nigger on the windows, on the bus, on the way to Woodstock Academy, and it was just me, my brother Corey, and Justine on that bus. So it's like, who are you directing it towards? And why are you doing this? There was only like five people growing up. It was me, my brother Corey, Evan Parker, Brihanna. She came around like, I think a little bit later. We got Jasmine. Tyler. Hunter came around a bit later. But, like, see how I can just, like, name off, like, the select few people? Like, that's it. Like, you can you can name them off. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Damn, I'm sorry. I got really emotional because my poor friend Marissa Bissonette thought that I was talking about her in my post. She said, if I, she said, call me out, girl, if that was me. But it wasn't her. <laughs> She's so sweet. I love her to death. No, her family's the best. My God. Not a racist bone in their body. Um, or a hateful bone in their body. But anyway, so back to my dad because he's a smart man. 
And the message I really wanted to leave here with, because I want to stop talking now, I'm sick of myself fucking talking. The main message I wanted to leave with was, I remember my dad telling me growing up, he's always like giving me these really hard lessons, harsh lessons, but like for a good reason. I remember he told me, um, he said, Casey, unfortunately, you are in society's eyes at the bottom of the totem pole. He said, I didn't make up that rule. I'm I'm not suggesting that you actually are. But he said that there are people out here that see you that way. And he said, let me explain to you. Who, who, well, having the right to vote was one of the most important things in this country when it was founded and, and still to this day, correct? I said, yes. He said, and who was, who was given the right to vote first? And I don't know if I knew at the time, but he explained to me first, white men. Then, oh wait, what was it? Then was it white men and then black men? Or was it white women? No, I think it was white men, then black men, I believe. Then white women, then black women. I'm a black woman. He said, you're at the bottom of the totem pole, Casey. You were given rights last. I believe he actually told me that um, certain animals were were given rights um, before black people in general. So he said, who do you think they care about more? more? Do you think anybody out in this world cares about you? Or at least in America really cares about you? Not to say that there's people who don't. Or that, that everyone doesn't. But he basically explained to me that this system is not made for you. And there are people... In this country, who habitually hate you and just don't like you and think you deserve less than simply because of the way this country was built and the point that women, black women, were given the right to vote last just basically speaks volumes, is what he was telling me. It speaks volumes as to what what we are, um, how we are valued. We aren't valued at all. <laughs> at all and I'm grateful that he taught me these things at a young age and I hope I can like spread his message or get him to spread it with me people have actually suggested to him that he should have a podcast because he's a very like I said very intelligent man and has a lot of great points and um um he backs up everything he says and he's just just so intelligent and insightful People have asked him to be a, a preacher uh, or like a minister, um, and people have asked him to do a podcast. Like he's got he's got a lot to say, and it's all meaningful. I don't think he just speaks to speak. I don't think I've ever he- heard him just speak to speak. Anyway, that's my emotional first podcast. I still got to give my podcast a name if I'm going to continue this. Somebody let me know out there. I don't know. Um, and I know podcasts are like supposed to be funny, I think. I don't know. No, no, no. I know some podcasts are about like like horror and stuff like that. But I want this one. I want it to be about just life and like 
real like real issues like this and but I don't I don't ever want it to get too controversial you know like I don't want to speak on feminism and uh me too movements and you know stuff like that that stuff just gets to and there's a lot of people who don't like what I have to say about that but I am very passionate about this right now and especially because I I am biracial I feel like um it is interesting to see I mean I hate be I don't like saying like oh I see it from both sides cuz I don't there it, it's it's I remember explaining this to my um ex one time cuz he was justifying the actions of a man that was abusing a good friend of mine it wasn't justifying his actions, but he literally said, and I, and I shit you not, he saw this man, um, going after me and my friend. Um, I wouldn't leave because I didn't trust her to be alone with this gigantic psycho of a violent man. So I wouldn't leave, but my ex left because he was scared and after it was over he proceeded to explain to me that there's two sides to every story there's two sides to every coin and i said well one side of that coin is rubbed dull you can't see the face on one side of the coin anymore because he's abused it so much the side of his story now is null and void He's destroyed it because he's abused his power as a man. He's hurt someone. He has no justification. There's no rights for towering over a small woman and hurting her, let alone your wife. Sorry, I'm still passionate about this one. Ugh. Um, yeah, so I said, no, there is. Th- I said, yeah, there's usually two sides to every coin, but not this one. This one's rubbed off. Same here. Same with this one. Even my mom, who is white, keeps going off on these white people who are talking about, oh, no, all lives matter. Or anybody who says all lives matter instead of black lives matter. My, my mom, who's white, even knows what's up and is fighting with her own mother for her racial tendencies. My mom's white and can't stand white people. She obviously knows it's not all white people because she's white, too. And she knows that she's not like that. But she knows I'm sure she feels the same. Like I just said, this coin, this racial injustice coin, there is no two sides to this coin. The face of one side is completely eroded, smooth, blank, gone. No regard. No remorse. Where's that 40 acres at? Just saying. For the Native Americans. And stop calling Native Americans Indians too. Please. It's a whole India. You know what's a whole India in Asia? Called India? Those are Indian people. Yeah? Native Americans. That's why That's why there's a different differentiation between Native American and Indian. Because they're two different things. Stop calling Native Americans Indians. Please, please, please. Anyway. And then, and then Native Americans were last of everything in this country. The people who, oh man, just, oh, 
And they're out there living on reservations that most of them have no resources. It's it's they're they're living in Native American slums and people call them reservations like they're fucking Like, they're not built to be ghettos, just like they do for black people. Like, open your eyes, man. My own mom sees the shit, man. And y'all don't even listen to her. And so that's why I'm saying it's interesting as a biracial person because you... Like I said, it's not that I'm seeing it from both sides, but I'm, I'm, I'm seeing both sides, if that makes sense. It's really, really interesting. Um... Yeah, it's really, really interesting. If anybody hears this and can think of like an idea for the podcast, and also I want to apologize for being so emotional and crying, or if this sounds like shit, because I've been like moving around and picking up at the same time, but I love everyone. I think I want to call it like one love or like, um, I've always liked the, the word evolve. It has the word love in it, but just like with an extra E. Like if you, okay, so it's evolve. Okay, so if you flip evolve around, wait, no, I have to write this down because I don't want to be wrong and then sound stupid, even though I already do. Okay. Okay, so evolve, if you switch the L and the V, it becomes E love. And then there's like an extra E there at the beginning. But like, I want to I wanna do something with that. So if anybody has any ideas, I like that. And don't steal my shit. I'm patenting it right now. TM, evolve, evolve of whatever patent. The TM, mine. Don't steal my shit. <laughs> All right, I'm done. If anybody wants to talk, hit me up. Twiz out. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's corny as fuck. All right, love you guys. Bye.